Hello, everybody, and welcome to another awesome episode of Movie Guys Podcast. I am Jordan, and I've been falling for 30 minutes. I'm long here with Eric and Ed. How are you guys doing tonight? That was good. <laughs> that was pretty good. funny. I, I, I will give you that one. I'm chilling, hanging out with my... These are, I, these are chili cheese fries, Jordan, if you were uh, wondering. What? Chili it's, cheese fries? It's like just like a, it's a thing in Detroit. Detroit is known to put chili cheese on most of its things, on its hot dogs, on its french fries, on sandwiches. Um, it's just a thing that's uh, around here. I don't know if it's a if it's a regional thing. I think it is, but I don't know. We have like, corn dogs are I gotta, big here, so I gotta get you guys some Coney Island or PO lunch chili cheese dogs and chili cheese fries. You gotta go and the Newcastle way of doing it is ketchup cheddar chili. Yeah, no, well, no you mix all that up on a dog with ketchup cheddar and chili, and it is fire. No ketchup in that. That's a lot. That's too much. Bro, you got ch- you got That's a lot of bro, extra. Bro, you got to try. Just try one. Just try one wiener with ketchup, cheddar, chili, and I promise your life will be changed. I, you know what? Like, I think there's some sort of appeal for there to be some sort of delighted hot dog. We're, I know we're getting off topic, but. That's okay. We're talking about wieners. I, I just think that all of that, that shit is just, just extra, you know? And it's not really needed. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a fan of a whole bunch of extra. Which I don't think this at least movie it's not, had. At least it's not Chicago dogs. At least it's not a Chicago dog, which is gross. Yeah, nice. But what's Pickles not gross? And tomatoes and shit. What's not gross is Thor Ragnarok. I uh, think we all yep. had fun with this movie. See what you did there? Uh yeah, full circle. We all shared the same theater experience. No, we did not see this together, but I can say that we all had a good time seeing this. We were nice and relaxed. <laughs> And, uh, and, uh, my Lord, I was excited to see this movie. I was, I was so excited. Um, I always judge V on my wife's ideal, the movie, because us three were movie geeks. We'll watch anything, right? Mm -hmm. My wife is a, you know, stereotypical moviegoer. You know, if that movie looks interesting, that movie doesn't, whatever. And she is so interested to see Thor three. So I was like, hey, let's go see Thor 3 today, you know, and we sat back and we kicked our feet up and we watched Thor 3 together and uh, and she loved it every second of it. Um, it was so fun. I actually went back on demand on HBO here and I watched Thor 1 and 2 and my God, was I looking for a lighthearted, lighthearted Thor because the past two movies were dark and gloomy and oh, but boy, was this movie fun. Yeah. I, I agree. Like this one was um, Marvel's hitting the new stride. They really are a with um, just a, a, a brand new stride with like this kind of this this mix of action comedy. It's working out really well for them. I think they they selectively can do dark, like Wolverine, you know, something like that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, or actually, a lot of the X Men because the X Men does get very over dramatic. Later on in its in its franchise and its story, don't you think? It's very oh, oh yeah, and the, the themes behind the mutants are yeah, the themes behind the mutants are really socially dark, almost Shakespearean, really. So yeah, kind of. Um, but a- anyway, this is this was a lot. It was yeah, it was playful. It was almost like you know reminiscent of like the Saturday morning cartoons, man, where it was just a little bit a mix, you know of. 
uh, this playfulness, and it was just really, really nice to have it. And I, I, I yeah, I really did enjoy it. I think I'm gonna have to get, go uh, see it again. In I'm, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. I beat you, you own pimp. <laughs> Classic <laughs> line, perfect. <laughs> nice. But even, Completely you know, different like, franchise, I know, but happened. But no, no, right no, here, yeah. even even like later on in like the the first quest here with the 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 last uh, X Men movie, um, even it is starting to have a, a little bits of comedy in it. Yeah, and and I'll say like you guys are ta- are touching on how like lighthearted it was, and and we all sort of sort of agree with agree there, but it it stayed true. To, to the Thor storyline, and it st- stayed true to the Thor comics. Like, I, I loved how, and they introduced uh, Korg from Planet Hulk, which half of this movie was Planet Hulk, which I was, I loved that concept. Mm-hmm. We, you know, Eric, you and I have talked about that privately before. I think maybe we've done so on the air too, but, you know, we love the idea that this, that they added Planet, Planet Hulk, and, and Korg, yeah, maybe he's a little bit funnier in this movie than he, his character was meant to be, but, like yeah. they they held true to him in in plant with Planet Hulk, so it, it's not like it was just randomly lighthearted, random jokes. I mean, the story story moved in a great direction, uh, and I think that we're sort of getting the trilogy, the Hulk trilogy that we wanted in these Thor movies, or excuse me, this Thor movie plus Avengers. So Wait. I think that we're you know that they're they're adding a couple of things in there. I had, I thought that they were was this was this your word Jordan through your research or uh, elsewhere um, that this is just kind of uh, um, the the Kickstarter the, the the grease on the wheel if you will towards the Hulk uh, franchise towards towards his well, next two or three movies that are coming up that was that was me yeah. that was no, that was me like th- this move this movie I'd called it that, according yeah. to Ruffalo Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, was yeah, this movie back. was the start of a three-film arc for the Hulk that includes the fi- the final two Avengers movies. Okay. So this one and and then Avengers, uh, you know, Infinity Stone, uh, Infinity Wars one and two are a three-story arc for for the Hulk. Oh, so he's not. I get you. So. Um... It's not his own. It's just spanning over the three, arcing over. Right. There, yeah, we're not getting. Yeah, we're not getting a Hulk trilogy specifically, but story arc. Uh, again, this is according to to the actor, but it has a three story arc in the next three movies. This movie huh. and the and the next two Avengers. I wonder why they're deciding to do that. They. It's like they're taking. What would be two different movie ideas, and they're making them into one movie? Well, maybe maybe it's just because the the last Hulk, the last Hulk movies were just awful. You know, you got eh. you, you got Brokeback Hulk with Ang, the Ang Lee version, then you had Ed Norton's version, which was good, but it was it, it doesn't fit the rest of the it story. Was a, it yeah, was an improvement. Yeah. Right, but it's 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 it doesn't fit the rest of the story. Right. Um, so you know, so now we're getting this. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm, I mean, I, whatever. I, I think that Hulk is more of an ensemble character now. He fits best. He fits best as an ensemble. And um, yes, I totally agree. 
So I'm curious to see now, because this might be a spoiler, um, if his story, the Hulk's story, is going to overlay into the Marvel Cinematic Universe throughout the next movies, whether it be through the Avengers or, or whatever have you. Because how his story ends in World War Hulk is that he kind of just takes over the Earth. He kind of just takes, you know, he just it becomes unstoppable and just kind of wrecks everybody. Yeah, I, I don't think they'll go that route, but maybe. We also get the introduction maybe. to, um, what's that, uh, what's that fucking mutant's name? Sentry? Which one? I don't know. Sentry. Yeah. Yeah, here it is, Sentry. Um, Sentry is, like, the the man, bro. He's, his power is ama amazingly, like, he's, he's so amazing that pretty much all he wants to do is just sit on his couch and not do a damn thing because he he doesn't, there's no limit. He can't control it. He Once he goes up, it's it, it goes. He doesn't, he, he can't come back down. He's going, you know? I, I don't re I don't remember Sentry in this movie. Maybe I really missed a, a key point. Maybe I fell asleep or something. Not in this movie. Oh. No, I'm saying in the. I, I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself in the Hulk storyline. Mm. Okay. Well, let's 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 sort of go back to this movie. Like we're introduced <clears throat> to Thor, who's fighting uh, basically the the Ragnarok. We get a kind of funny scene and. And Hulk basically, or not Hulk, I'm sorry, Thor basically says, so what you're saying is I need to take your helmet and beat your ass, and then I can defeat you and Hold on, save. hold on, hold on, I need to turn around, I need to turn around. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and so, you know, and then he, he, he defeats, you know, he, he, he basically stops uh, Ragnarok, which is the Armageddon for for uh you know for them and then he you know and then he was reintroduced to loki who's now pretending to be odin you know i and then we see a cameo of matt damon by the way as actor loki yeah i love that that was pretty sweet um you know and really yeah, Liam, Liam hemsworth the, the younger yeah Hems, or, or or was it no it was the other hemsworth right was it I, I i didn't see him as as thor but if that's the case that's kind of funny as well yep uh, so you know, I was—I mean, I was kind of—I was—I thought that was kind of cool, like how they introduced Loki. Like he—he knew—he knew it wasn't Odin, and the—the the, the moment there where he threw the helmet and said, "This, you know, this," or shoot through his his hammer, said, "You know, this is coming back to me," and the whole crowd shocked when Loki shows back up because Loki's dead, according to the play. Yeah. You know, that was pretty—that was pretty neat. I yeah. I'm but sorry. the one thing that I want to complain about, because we're getting to our spoilers here. I want to complain about one thing, and that's Kate Blanchett. She's a wonderful actress. I like her in majority of stuff that she does. You know, I mean, she goes full out on her characters. So when I heard that she was casted as the villain in this, I was excited to see what she would do. Unfortunately, though, my gripe with this movie is that she is not used hardly at all. I mean, like, they established that she is the firstborn of Odin, which means she's the rightful heir of the throne. She's Thor's sister, biological sister, not Loki's biological sister. And they don't, and they don't do anything with her. They just have her in a few scenes. She kicks a 
you know, you know, she kicks ass a few times, but other than that, she was kind of a bland character for me. Did you guys feel the same way? Well, do yeah, yeah, yes and no. Yes, because I agree with everything that you said. Um, no, because I feel that her death, nobody, no death, and I feel that she might come back, especially because um, her and Thanos have a thing. Thanos has a has a kind of a keen thing for her, for her. So mm. I, I think that might have to come into play. So that's what maybe I think. You know, I, maybe I, think. I don't know. Yeah, maybe she turns into zombie Kate Blanchett because they 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 brought in they did bring zombies into this movie. Yeah, but I don't know if Kate Blanchett will come back though. I just I just I liked her costume. I liked her attitude. I liked her acting. She was very good in the movie. I want to make that clear. I just, I just kind of wish they did more with her because she did something that nobody's ever done before. She broke Thor's hammer. He doesn't have a th- hammer at all in this movie. I mean, like that's a big deal. Yeah. And well, he like, uses it. Yeah. It's just, I just, I just mm-hmm. wish they did more. Well, little, little, little two side notes here that I was reading. So I was, uh, I went home and I, and I was reading IMDb about it. So one thing is the reason why this movie is so lighthearted, the director, the new director of this movie, uh, and this is on IMDb credits. So anybody who is listening, please, of course, fact check me. But, uh, on IMDb here, it says that, um, that 80% of the lines were all improv. That's why we get the... that's why we get the hold on, I'm turning around scene. That's why we get the Loki saying, I'm falling for 30 minutes. So that's kind of fun to know. And then also another one that's kind of sad, but kind of cool. But the line that was in all the trailers and also in this movie where he goes against the Hulk and he says he's a friend from work is because that was a little kid. I don't know if it was a boy or a girl, but a little kid who was uh, unfortunately for a Make a Wish Foundation was on the set to visit and the little kid told you know Thor hey it'd be funny if you say this line Aww. so he did it so he did it and that's why he says the line with hey that's my friend from work and friend from work yeah and oh he says it yeah. with that accent oh yeah so that's that's just two little fun facts that i read about this movie that i thought was very very interesting um so I'm not a big Marvel guy. I'm more of a DC guy. So if you guys could help me out here, this is Planet Hulk mixed in with other Thor mythology, right? I mean, I mean, I mean, this is Planet Hulk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, like what it, Eric, you might be able to explain a little better. What Planet Hulk, what Planet Hulk is is basically like the Hulk. You know, he he. It was it was like a, it was a recent thing too. It's not like it was a it's a legendary series. Is that the Hulk goes ape shit, and it's no longer and Bruce Banner doesn't exist anymore, and he becomes uh, he, he, he his wife gets killed and he ends up getting captured by this alien race, and becomes their champion, like becomes the the champion warrior, and then just destroys the whole fucking planet, like he just goes off and destroys the whole planet. You know, so it's I mean it's cooler than that. I mean Eric, you can go into more detail on it. Like I, I you know you. It's just it's just a great oh it's a great well, overall I, story. I think pretty much yeah he he went ape shit on Earth one time and the Avengers were just like okay this dude's kind of a liability mm-hmm. so they knocked him out and they threw him in a spaceship and they're just like we're just gonna send you 
to the fucking far end of this goddamn universe. We found this planet that's just like a real chill place for you, dude. And we're just going to throw you there. So get the fuck out of here. We think you'll be peaceful there for the rest of your days. Did because you guys... He just committed to, to doing that. But he, he gets knocked off course or some shit like that, obviously. And he goes to a gladiator planet. Starts from the bottom, rises to the top, gets a posse, dude. Fucking gets a wife, gets a kid, you know. Just like Drake. Started from the bottom, now we're here. But then he, curses, <laughs> then he starts calming down because he's got a wife and kid. And he's just like, you know, oh, I'll find deeper meaning in life. You know, you know, shit like that. <laughs> you know, some, yeah. some dumb shit. Yeah. His posse's just like, well, no, we don't like that shit. We do. We we we're about you taking over like everything. We we let's do this. And so they blew up his spaceship, which blew up the planet and killed his wife and kid. Hulk got That's real funny. fucking pissed and then went to Earth with his posse and just started killing everybody. Well, yeah, speaking takes, of takes fucking over. Get the fuck out of here, moments. Let's talk about Jeff Goldblum. So I want to make this clear. I love Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, he's tight, uh, huh? He's a good character. I mean, The Fly and Jurassic Park, uh, those two movies right there, thank you, sir. You never need to act again in your life. I appreciate it. Mm. However, though, it was like, what is Jeff Goldblum doing in this movie? And what is with that blue painted goatee? I like, like what it, the Grand, fuck? Grandmaster, just the way that he's, he's, uh, I, he's just he's a cool guy. Reminded me of the Hunger Games, you know? Just reminded me of, like, oh, they're trying to do Hunger Games in a way with the oh, way sure. that this world... Well, what, I mean? what Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum played, and it's a, ma- I mean, it's a major story in this movie, is there's a dude called the Red King in Planet Hulk, and like that's the planet that that Hulk gets, you know, basically, he's forcing to, where he's like sort of forcing to being a slave, and that's Jeff Goldblum. They don't call him the Red King; they call him what the, the Chancellor or something, the the founder, Grand whatever the hell they call him. Grandmaster, that's it. And like the Red King is much more diabolical than than the Grandmaster, but like at the same time, like that's the character he played. So they they sort of changed a few things to to match something else. And then we're introduced to to Korg, like we like I'd said, and Korg plays a major role in in Planet Hulk because he's this sort of like revolutionary dude, right? Yeah. Who uh, he was? He he tried to overthrow his people and failed, and was also exiled to that planet. Becomes a a, a champion, a warrior, and then ultimately leads the rebellion and resistance against against the Red King. You know, like that. So that's sort of they held true to that concept. This movie is more Red Planet. With Thor being the main, or uh, with Thor, excuse me, not Red Planet, Planet Hulk, with Thor being the main character as opposed to the Hulk. I'm curious to see how they will address it later on in the other series, uh, in the other movies. It's it's just going to be. I I I enjoy it because you know what I was a hard critic in Man Man versus Steel or Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. What about that Superman? Man, Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Never keep on forgetting well, yeah, whatever the fucking if, movie was called. <clears throat> if, if, if I remember right, Eric, correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't Silver Surfer, like, save save the save uh, the slaves and, like, Korg and, and, and uh, uh, the Hulk? <laughs> oh, is that what it was? 
Yeah, like instead, like in this movie, it was the Valkyrie. Oh yeah. But it was like it was a Silver Surfer, if I remember right. We're not getting like, a lot of come... crossover stuff, and that's yeah. Not not I'm, later, I'm so I'm so disappointed. That the Fantastic Four is the movies have been horrible because like Silver Surfer does some shit, you know, and and he's just not he's not in this franchise because the Fantastic Four movies were horrible. Yeah, it, it's really bad. I think it's just fucked up, man. That uh, all those universes are—it's are, in the same. It's in the same world. Like, how is that? Like, yeah. How would that not be scary to you? Is the apocalypse? You tell me. Why do we have the Avengers when there's mutants everywhere, man? <laughs> <laughs> so, Jordan. Yeah, Jordan, move us along a little bit. Like, okay. So let's get to the escape. Let's get to the escape where Hulk is now a civilized Hulk. Like he—he's not really constantly pissed. Yeah. You know, and and. You know, he, he doesn't really help Thor escape, but he doesn't stop him. Like, they become sort of buddies. He remembers him, and he's like, you're not my friend. You're Bruce Banner's friend. So don't, you know, I want to stick around here. I kind of have a, a following. And there's a Valkyrie in it who's an alcoholic. And then all of a sudden, she, you know, Thor appeals to her, her patriotic side and says, I need help killing my sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that's pretty much. I don't need to tag along. You, you already yeah. took it there. I mean, like we skipped over yeah. Doctor Strange, which I was surprised. That's true. In this we, movie. Nice. Yeah, he didn't. Nice he didn't split. need to be. Well, no, I mean, it, it's it's one of those reminders that I think it's one of those 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 fan services that that Marvel likes to do to just remind you that this is all in the same world. Mm. You know, that these are these are just the story that keeps yeah. on it going and. I, I that was pretty Which cool. Which was fun for me. Doctor Strange is, I mean, obviously, as you can see with all the portals and shit, like, he's, uh, he's a pretty cool dude. Like, he's, he's, that, that's why yeah, I think I he is, he's, he's probably one of the top tier, uh, superpowers oh, in, yeah. in the Marvel universe there, so. And, and, you know, you bring up, you bring up a good point. Like, the, this movie, like, the scene where, uh, they're, he's good drinking the beer. Where they constantly, re- where Doctor Strange constantly refills the Hulk's beer, mm-hmm. is one of the del- is one of the de- uh, deleted or extra scenes in the Doctor Strange movie. So they a, a post credit scene as a scene in this movie, or if, uh, maybe I'm remember, maybe I'm just thinking of the tra- one of the trailers, but I thought it was one of the one of the extra scenes, if I remember right, from Doctor Strange. No, I, I remember it now. Yeah. Yeah. So like they they cr- that's the first time they did they did that. They crossed over. Exactly. Like so, they tell you the timeline of how everything happened. Yeah. And you know what? I do. Re- I remember now. I I, I do remember now because lo- he's looking for Thor's looking for Odin, and at this point, at this point in the movie where they bring in Doctor Strange, and I remember now one of the scenes is so you're looking for Odin. I can tell you where to find him, and that movie's is is in that scene is in this movie. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, so then. So then, uh, what's her name? Valkyrie. Her name's Valkyrie. No, she's a Valkyrie. I don't remember her name. Okay. Well, she's a hot chick. That's 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 <laughs> what I know. And uh, and it's good to have and, one of those in the movie. Right. And she's kind of like a scavenger kind of thing, but she's also part of uh, Asgard. How is she part of Asgard? She's well, a, the Valkyrie the Valkyries were the warriors. Like the last stand, like the saviors of of Asgard, right? 
So, you know, you've got Thor, who's the thunder god, and his brother and sister, who are gods of, you know, whatever. But the, they're, not, they're, not, they're the most powerful warriors, but they're not the army. Right? So the Valkyries are the elite. They're the SEAL Team 6 of, of Asgard. And okay. when Odin is basically decides he doesn't want to take over the realms anymore, he, he's already got control of them. He wants to be a peaceful leader of them. She decides, uh, the sister, whatever the hell her name is, Hela, she decides that she wants to, uh, to, to take over and be the dictator. And he's like, no, no, no. And he knows he can't beat her. So he sends the Valkyrie army to go defeat her. And ultimately he has to trap her. Gotcha. Okay, I understand now. I was just curious about how that would yeah. work. And the one Valkyrie, this is she's the one Valkyrie left, so she ran away. By the way, I had a question. I watched Thor one and Thor two in preparation for Thor three for the review. What, what happened to Natalie Portman? They didn't talk about her in this movie, did they? Well, they 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 bring it up slightly when they're looking for Odin in the retirement home that Loki was at. Loki dropped him off at, and says, uh, you know. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, whatever her name is, broke up with you. And he's like, she didn't break up with me. Like, it was mutual. So that's how they wrote her off? Really? That's that's gay. Okay. Yeah. It's really bad because I liked her in the dark world. Yeah. But yeah. That's bad. She got dumped. That's really bad. Well, whatever, man. You can't bring her around all the time. Well, you know... Natalie Portman doesn't want to come back, right? And then, and then, and then, this was also kind of a different story because this was a story that was more interdimensional and took place on Asgard. Like it was a story about Asgard, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we really didn't need to see Asgard much. is not a place; it's a people. Oh, you're right. Bam. Oh. Yeah. Right. But okay, so like we obviously know that she's taken over Asgard. She's she's. Killed all the war, all the, the like the the on the ground army. Uh, there's no Valkyries left to help defend Asgard, or or you know, def- yeah. There's no Valkyries left to def- help to defend Asgard. And Thor simultaneously has re-escaped through the Devil's Anus, by the way, which is fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. With Loki, who had by this point had uh, garnered favor with the Grand Master, and you know, and so they all finally escape, and except for Loki, sticks around. And helps, and Korg helps him, who started the revolution. Korg helps him, you know, go back to Asgard, where now we get to the the, the major battle, which was fucking badass, by the way. Mm-hmm. So you've got you've got Thor fighting his sister Hela. You've got the Valkyrie assisting him, but basically more like a support. And then the funniest scene in the movie, in my opinion, is when she the the Hulk's been. Bruce Banner's been in the movie now for the for the this about half the movie. Right. No longer Hulk. Sure. Oh and, yeah. And and Valkyrie wants to know who he is. Why are you along? Where did you come from? So he hop, so he like pops up and says, "Hey, you want to know who I am? Here I am. You know, you're about to find out." And he jumps out of the plane in front of this big bad wolf, right? <laughs> so, in about 15 to 20 seconds later, he lands on the ground dead because he hit the ground like hard because he yeah because he wasn't the hulk and the wolf stops and just sort of looks at him and sniffs him and kicks him yes that yeah. part was hilarious that part was hilarious <laughs> because because my wife and i are watching the movie 
And Bruce Banner's like getting all epic, you know? And then, of course, the crowd is mm-hmm. like, yay, this is happening. And all of a sudden, a little speck, like an ant, just breaks every bone in its body. It just falls out of nowhere. <laughs> it was it was absolutely hysterical. And then they do a close-up, and like and like and like his one arm is over his back, completely shattered. He's dead. And yeah, it was absolutely it was it was awesome to see this guy go. Like all he needed was that goofy laugh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when he's falling, like woo you know, when he's falling. No, it was <laughs> it was a cool scene. I I liked Carl Urban <laughs> in this one too. Scourge. Yes. By Bones. the way, this is the, this is the first time in the Marvel Cinematic Universe where uh, Luke Ferrigno is not the voice of the Hulk. Oh, really? Really? I th- I thought maybe he was. No, this was the guy who plays the Hulk now. It's Mark Ruffalo. Voice. Mark Ruffalo's voice. Hmm. So Ragnarok happens. That's the only way you can defeat. Um. Hella. Oh shit! What did they call her? Hella. Well, yeah, Hella, but they called her. The prince. The, uh, she's uh, the. She's the god of death. God of death. Breaker of chains, I think. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the only way you can defeat her is actually Mother, have Ragnarok happen. Mother, Mother of dragons, dragons, queen of the unsullied. <laughs> I'm assuming this is a Game of Thrones reference. So yes. Just gonna back away from that one. No, but I mean, but. Ultimately, though, before we get into our final, is it worth it or not worth it reviews here? I mean, it was it was really fun to see, you know, the comedic side of everything. But it was also fun, like we said, to see Bruce Banner get just absolutely just destroyed, commit suicide. Uh, but am I the only one that's getting tired of Loki, or is it you? Is it just me? Guys? Oh, it's I'm just, just I'm, you. I'm it's just, just you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, he's, I, I, I'm, I'm cool with Loki. Okay. I think he's a necessary mm-hmm. evil. I, I like him. You, okay. you, you got to remember, and Eric, you can back me up on this. Loki is the link between the Avengers and Thanos. He's the link. So, okay. like, and we, you know, before we get into it, I want to talk about the the key the key uh, mid credit scene, not the end one, which is where Jeff Goldblum takes credit for the revolution. I'm talking about the one, you know, the the mid credit scene where. They're talk where Thor and Loki are like, well, you're sure you want to go back to Earth? Yeah, I mean, I guess we don't really have a choice to go back to, but to go back to Earth. So, the ship that he encounters is obviously Thanos's uh, ship, right? Yeah. Well, if you remember from the first Avengers, the reason Loki stole the Tesseract was because he was contacted by the middleman between himself and and Thanos uh the other right okay so he steals a tesseract as his as his thing and because that's his that's his job in the whole thing Thanos wants the t- Thanos wants the tesseract because he needs the the infinity gem right okay. or the infinity stone so in the at the end of Avengers 1 when they take the tesseract and and Thor says, "I'm going to take this back to my back to the vault," then they're like, "Well, what are you going to do with Loki?" And Loki basically says, "I don't remember what it is verbatim, but he he basically says, now that you know, now that he knows I've been beaten and he doesn't have and he doesn't have this thing, no matter where I go, he will always find me." And that's when Thor says, "Well, I, I mean, let me go lock it in the let me go lock it in the vault so he doesn't know it's there." 
Oh, damn, okay. Well, at the end... Okay, so flash forward to this movie, where they send Loki to go get the helmet. I can't remember the, the character's name, but the, the big giant devil fucking guy made out of lava that brings the brings Ragnarok, right? So he runs into the vault where the, where Thor's locked it away, and he stops for a second. What's that? I was like, I could probably get the uh, the the name uh, Surter. Yes, yeah. So he gets so he's getting his helmet where where he where he was already established. He gets his power, right? And he stops for a second and smirks and looks at the tesseract. Yeah, and so he takes it, knowing he has to give it to Thanos. And that this is going to be his only opportunity to save himself is to give the Tesseract to Thanos. So he stops and looks at it, and we now are implied we now have to be implied that he stole the Tesseract. And so he does his thing. He say he he does what Thor tells him so that they, they destroy Asgard, good, right? Good call so all on, the, by the, the way. The, what's that? It's a, it's a good call, good catch, by the oh, way. Oh, okay. But- yeah, so he he looks at it. We were were to be implied that he stole it because it was about to be destroyed, and you need an Infinity Stone to to move the rest of the story along. So, cut to the next scene after Asgard is destroyed. The vault is gone, and we're we're on the mid credit scene where they're in the ship, and Thanos' ship is there. So. Now the next the the rumor is is that the opening scene from the new Guardians movie or excuse me the new Avengers movie is the Guardians of the Galaxy are just fl- are flying around and all of a sudden Thor is flung on their windshield. What? So that brings back that brings back the previous the previous thing about how the mid credit scene from the last movie is in the very beginning of the next movie, where Doctor Strange is saying, "I know where Odin is," and then it's in the first forty five minutes of this movie. Well, apparently the opening scene from and maybe I could be wrong about where it's at, but it, it's rumored that the opening scene is that the Guardians of uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy are flying through the universe for whatever reason. And Thor hits the windshield of their car, or excuse me, their ship. And, wait, and well, so now, what, we, and why is he hitting the windshield? Because we're to th- we're to think. I mean, we're going to be told exactly. But I'm thinking that Thanos, now that the Tesseract is out, and he found Loki, and Loki, he basically destroys the ship, flings Thor wherever, just so happened to land on uh, on the Guardians of the Galaxy ship, right? And now he has Loki and the Tesseract. So that's going to be the first part of the movie. Hmm. All uh, right. You, you see where I'm going with this? Yeah. So, like, they're legitimately tying these all really fucking close together. And it's huge. Like, this is the first time they've even come close to doing this shit. Yeah, it's going to be dope. I'm, I'm excited. Because, obviously, the Guardians have, have one, too, right? Or the purple one. Yeah, the, the Guardians have them all to a certain degree. Um, I don't remember where they're all at, but now, I mean, Thanos, Thanos doesn't, he doesn't have any now until the beginning of the next movie. So if I, or if I remember right, I could be wrong. I mean, please you know, tweet at us if I'm wrong, but if I, re- if I remember right, like that's, that's sort of how the story goes is that is, is Thor's introduced 
and he he's the one that gets the guardians back to Earth because he says I need to go to Earth to do this because I just saw Thanos and got flicked like a booger across the galaxy. Yeah. Well, we'll see. So I, I we need to. Have, yeah. I'm excited for for any and everything right now. Mm-hmm. Like it was. Oh yeah, absolutely, I am. Yeah. But so, what I but what I am is Ed. Is Thor Ragnarok not worth it? Well, I I, I absolutely think if you, this movie's worth it in every single sense of the sense of the word, like it, it's PG thirteen, so it's kid friendly. My only gripe with the movie is Jordan. I agree that you know they don't have enough they don't have enough hell uh, Hella, and they don't and it's not quite dark enough. But that that's because this is a this, we're, we're adults reviewing a kids movie that has to do with comics. Yeah, you know, so that's not real. I mean, it's it's a, it's a gripe, but it's a bullshit gripe. So I think honestly that you know, absolutely, this movie's worth it, hands down. It, it they they're starting to bring the end of the story together, and I'm super pumped. Like this movie pumped me up for Avengers because of everything that I just spent the last 45 minutes talking about. <laughs> nice. Okay, great. Eric, is Thor Ragnarok worth it or not worth it? Uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely worth it. I just had a lot of fun with this one. It was, uh, it was, it was just, just a, a fun story. It moved forward really good. I, the, the director is one that I like. Uh, I've liked before. Everyone, if you if you like this movie, I you know the director. He's got a kind of a that dry kind of New Zealand Australian sense of humor. He did the Hunt for Wilder People, which was a good movie, or What We Do in the Shadows. That was a good movie too. Um, so those are, you know, those, those are fun movies to check out, but he knows how to do kind of, uh, a good timing for comedy, you know, he knows how to kind of make it funny. And I I think this was actually a pretty good movie for him to to do. And I I would hope that he could uh, come back and do something like this again. I mean, the movie just paced well. It was just funny. All of it was entertaining. I, I I mean, yeah, it, it was just, I'm okay with it in, in, Completely worth it. I would probably even go see it again. Yeah, definitely. I mean, for me, this movie's a worth it too. I, I, you know, from the past what uh, month, month and a half of just crap and the summer movies that we've been getting, we finally got something that's really fun to come back to. Something I'm looking forward to to own. Uh, wow, I never thought because when the first Thor movie came out, I was not interested at all. Uh, but now this movie's good. And I'm excited for it, and uh, I cannot wait for the next movies because I don't think anybody's going to count Black Panther, right? Black Panther is just going to be made because it is, right? I mean, Infinity Stone, well, Infinity War is what we want. I mean, Black Panther is going to be a good story, I think, because I've always liked Black Panther. Maybe. We'll have to see what comes to that point. But we do want you guys to check out other episodes just like this one. Check us out on movieguyspodcast.com. Also on movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. On Twitter, search for at movieguyspod. And on Facebook, movieguyspodcast. Other than that, Eric and Ed, thank you so much for joining me. And we'll be back next week for another awesome episode of Movie Guys Podcast. Have a good night, guys.